What's up, guys? First game of the season in the books. We just played St. Louis, and they beat us handily 89-67. Some things to, to work on for sure, but we had a pretty good second half. Um, let's get some thoughts real quick. This is our post-pod initial thoughts of the game. We'll talk about it a little more in detail. Uh, Russell, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's basically, you know, you said it. It was It was sloppy in the first half. Horribly sloppy in the first half. I think it was, what, 17, 18 points or something like that in the first half. And nobody was really playing well. Our, our points leader at that time was Cato was with, with five at the half. I mean, that's nothing to really build off of at all. Um, the first couple minutes were, were fun. It was, you know, we. I mean, it's kind of foolish to say we hung with them for like two minutes. But it was, you know, Cato looked good. Uh, Jalen Warren looked good. And it's nice having a, a true point guard, it seems like. But no, in the second half, we we basically kept pace with them the whole time, but couldn't make up any ground. They were just too much in certain areas. Yeah, the first half, was, I'd say definitely nothing to call home about. Um, it's honestly what we kind of expected. I mean, a full team of a lot of freshmen and just their first time playing with each other, honestly. And I think I – think it's really nothing to hang our hats on, but I, you know, I think the first half was pretty bad, but I mean, it's really, I expected it and I'm extremely happy that in the second half, what was it? We basically, we did not score them, but we, what was the numbers on that, Russell? Do you know? Oh man, I think, what was it like 49 or 49 49 49 so i think that like by the second half like i'm extremely pleased with a lot of stuff that i saw um and the fact that the second half we really stuck with them and i mean i'm gonna chalk that up to the first half just like us feeling it out to be honest uh, i mean that's not to make an excuse for how we played you know a lot of turnovers. we had 11 turnovers in the first half um it was pretty hard to watch but <laughs> i don't know yeah Brian? Yeah, it um, definitely started off bumpy. Um, would have liked to see a little bit more from a few of our starting five. Um, but Cato and Scott really balled out. Um, it showed that they really took a step forward from their freshman to their sophomore year. And I think that they're the building blocks for our program. Um Cato had 16, Zach Scott had 23, really efficient games. Cato was 6 of 8, Scott was 8 for 17 with five threes on 10 attempts. Um, they were a really good shining spot on this game. Um, but yeah, just a few of the other starters. Brian Thomas had zero, Kwanzi Samuels had zero, Jalen Warren had four. Um, would have liked to see some more from them, but again, it is game one. There's nerves, traveling to St. Louis. Uh, it's, yeah, hopefully going forward we're going to have some more from them, though. Yeah, to build off that, Zach Scott, Caleb Cato looked unfazed pretty much. They had a great game, both of them all around. And keep in mind, yeah. those two guys were the only two um, kind of like returners in that starting slash lineup from last year. I mean, Brian Thomas played a little bit, but all the other three guys in the starting lineup tonight have never seen the court with, with FGCU. So a lot of, a lot of new newness to the team. Um, I don't think they were gelled very well in the first half. I think Michael Flagg 
got with the guys and, and kind of rallied them up for the second half. And the second half was a lot more fun to watch, you know, still down by 22 the whole time, but it is what it is. First game of the season, tough environment, a 10 winners from last year. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think we look pretty dang athletic. Oh, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Which is great. So, I mean, I think come a sun, we're going to see, there Caleb was a, Cato and Zach Scott just ball out on these A-Sun. A lot of um, poor decisions like on the IQ portion of the team, and that was just young, youngness. Yeah. Like young with each other. It wasn't only. Zach or uh, – not that I remember Zach or Caleb didn't turn it over, I believe. There was some bad there passes been, on, uh, on, everyone, on everyone's part. But, yeah. But I think it's a little bit of the first game jitters. You're in that, that tough away environment. At St. Louis, they got, you know, a good crowd for the first game. So another thing is, you know, throughout the game, you know, we all watched the game and it was, we're looking at some of the other scores around the A-Sun and it's like, well, other teams are playing these cupcakes, you know, teams, these Division Two or something like that. And we're like, man, I want to play those people because I want to win by 80 points. And, <laughs> but at the same time, games like this where, you know, if you play a team like like that, um, you know, a D two team or something, and you you know win by such a large margin, are you really? How much are you really learning? You know, maybe you learn how to win, sure, but at the same time, it's you could be getting away with a lot of things um, as a team, whether it's bad passing or turnovers that you wouldn't normally get away with in a big time or or you know conference game or something like that. So going up against a team like St. Louis, sure, we end up losing by 22, but it's it's fantastic experience for, for a team that's looking to gel together over the non-conference schedule and then come together when conference play starts. I think it's great to face a guy like Hassan French. Mm-hmm. Like, I, mean, I don't know how many people we're going to come up against that are going to be more of a man yeah. than him. NBA-ready body. I mean, yeah. he's, he's Just already 6'7", in. 240. Like yeah, that that's, frame. That's, that's not an A Sun big. <laughs> that's not an A Sun frame. Like no. we're not gonna see that in A Sun and That's I, not a very common big frame in college basketball, to be honest. No. I mean it's it's that's NBA ready that he's ready to go to the next level if he continues to what year is he? Uh junior, I believe. He's still got another season of college so, basketball if, if he chooses to do so. If he plays yeah. good enough this year, hey, maybe the Atlantic Ten can have, you know, an early early player go to the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he looked really good. He he had his way with us. I mean, on the defensive end, too, there's a lot to grow on the defensive end. From what I saw, we weren't really moving around as much. Communication wasn't really there. You know, guys getting open on the three. I mean, that's just a, you know, prize of us playing zone and just, you know, playing a new zone together with people that haven't played much together before. And, I mean, that's just all part of the growing process. So I think... um Definitely bummed that it was over 20, but, uh, I mean, I'm happy with that second half, like I said, and, I mean, it's really, I'm really looking forward to Saturday. Yeah, silver lining, I mean, they got more shots off than us, but we only shot, you know, we're talking 2% difference on field goal percentage, and we actually shot better than them at three. We shot better than them at free throw percentage. Our main struggles was was rebounding and and, uh, turnovers. And that's really what creates, though, the... Momentum. The difference yeah. in the amount of shots they took. I mean, I mean that that's all we're getting. All, all comes rebounds down to. and turnovers leading to fast break points, and you get more shots. It's yeah. as simple as that. 
Mm-hmm. Overall, you know, positive experience, I think it's just you always want your team to win, so it's hard to take a loss, but hey, we take it, we move on, we grow, we learn. On to UMBC at home. This Saturday. Yeah, this Come Saturday. join us. Now, <laughs> what did you UMBC put up tonight? 134 to UMBC uh, put up 135. I talk about no name team though. <laughs> talk yeah. about cupcake team. No logo about. on ESPN. Yeah. No logo university. <laughs> hey, nothing against them. We're, we're, it's going to be a battle. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see how it goes. That's a good indicator of FGCU playing a team like St. Louis in the first week, and then UMBC playing a no name school in mm. week two. We get to see. Might be a test for what approach is better. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, we'll see who's more prepared. I mean, I feel like our guys went through a battle in the first half, had a lot of mistakes, but really turned it around in the second half. So if we can use that to go into the second game against a team that didn't have any adversity, yep. that I think that'll bode in our favor. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, and we played them last year. Um, not that we have returning too many returning guys, but you know yeah. we do have a kind of a grip on their game plan and you know what they're all about, and um, I think that's gonna be a good one on Saturday. So, guys, thanks for tuning in to our first uh, post game pod. These are just meant to be quick, unedited, rough takes on our our post game reactions. We'll talk more about this in depth on our full length podcast, but um, we got UMBC coming to the nest Saturday the ninth. Saturday the 9th at 3 p.m., Malik Arena, first home game. Show out, support, Dirty Birds, calling all Dirty Birds, let's go. It'll be a good game, and we can't wait to see uh, how we rebound from this first loss. But we're excited as always, so go Eagles. Twins up. <laughs> <laughs>